0: Plus taxes and fees. Customers may notice lower speeds and further reduction if using over 50 gigs a month due to data prioritization. Video at 4 p Unlimited while on our network. Qualifying credit. 4 plus lines required. Capable device required for 5G. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain features. See t-mobile.com.
1: Mira, a la hora de pintar, siempre trabajo con Purdy. ¿Y
0: ese quién es?
1: No, las brochas y rodillos Purdy, que son de gran calidad y están hechas para durar. Purdy, la marca número uno preferida por los profesionales.
0: What's up everybody this is scott yeager here for another edition of challenge mania this episode is brought to you by the madhouse that's our bonus podcast series we do every wednesday over at patreon.com slash challenge mania derek and i record it with a special guest every week as soon as total madness gets done airing on the east coast if you want to join the pod squad just go to patreon.com slash challenge mania all right you didn't come for me you came for d so on the line right now uh he's the sasha to my malia Mr. Derek Kaczynski. Let's go. What's up, buddy? This
1: is like a special edition podcast. Oh yeah. you by begging
0: <laughs> you by begging yes what derek means is i begged i pleaded which i have actually been doing in private for the past like two years but finally uh, i don't know it took a quarantine but finally she said yes miss ashley mitchell is back on the podcast after almost two years of going dark on us and i won't get into that we're not even gonna do too long of an intro this time so we oh. want to get right to ashley and bring her to your earlobes
1: gonna tell him who's in the, in the madhouse we're gonna give it to him yeah we'll
0: give we'll it to him so, yeah, we didn't I give it to him last you? Okay, should we give it to him? What do you think? Give it to him. All right, Mr. going to be joining us this Wednesday in the Madhouse, patreon.com slash challenge mania. As soon as Total Madness goes off the air, Derek and myself will be taking your questions over at patreon.com slash challenge mania. And that episode will be live up on the site. You can listen to it wherever you get your podcast, as long as you're a maniac level patron, beginning at around 1 a.m. on Wednesday evening. So a lot of fun. Can't wait to hear what has to say about an elimination he knows pretty damn well.
1: Yes, sir. And uh, it's interesting how it's all evolved. This time they're putting putting it on fire. I just watched the first ever balls in elimination, Abe versus Brad. And I uh, can't wait to talk to him about, you know, what he thinks about this season and uh, it's time to get a little crazy. He stayed a little quiet. He's ready to explode and we're going to get it to in the Madhouse. unleash. And here's the deal, guys. You know, we do
0: two podcasts a week, one of which we put up here on iTunes and then what which is sort of a long form interview. The other one is the Madhouse. And we've been, you know, graced with some great guests over the course of the Madhouse this year. Of course, we were joined by Mark Long week one, then Cliff Hogg from Big Brother 21, then Jarrell Taylor. Last week, it was Kellyanne Judd. This week, it's Brad Fiorenza. So we're still... We'll churn out two podcasts a week, one of which is here for you and the other one is over at patreon.com slash challenge mania. But that is all out the window because as you are hearing right now, we put up two podcasts here for you because although we talked to Dina Wynn earlier this week when Ashley Mitchell responded and said, Oh my God, finally, let's do it after almost two years of pleading to get her back on the podcast. Um, I wasn't going to waste, I wasn't going to waste any time. I wasn't going to hold this for next week. I wasn't going to, you know, t- I wasn't going to tease you guys. I, I want to throw it right up. So, uh, without further ado, we're going to get to Miss Ashley Mitchell. Please thank her for deciding to come back on the podcast. I know you guys miss hearing from her. Hopefully, we filled in a lot of those gaps. We talked about all those seasons that she's played in since she was last on the podcast. It's hard to believe, Dee, but the last time she was on the show was in the middle of Final Reckoning. So since then, a long time coming this last interview. Finally, she said yes. We did not want to hold it, keep it in the can for a week. We're throwing it up right away. So this week, you're getting two Challenge Mania interviews. Dee Nguyen, that interview is already up. About to throw up Ashley mitchell here for you to enjoy and then of course in the madhouse over at patreon.com slash challenge mania just a few plugs and then we will get out of the way and get to miss mitchell ChallengeMania.shop is the place to support the podcast while looking good doing it as well as your favorite cast members if you are a fan of dina win car maria paulie calfiori Darrell taylor mark long all that good stuff shady shane all of them over at ChallengeMania.shop. mania.shop anisa with the nope gear Love all that, plus great podcast gear as well. You can get over there, you can get the D stuff, you can get D in his uh vendetta's mercenary look. You can get you didn't come for me, you came for D. You can get we came for D New Win. You can get all that stuff over at challengemania.shop. Trust Brothers CBD is also supporting the podcast. If you go to TrustBrothersCBD.com, you get 20% off all their great products. that will help you get through the quarantine. Don't forget about Brooklinen. If you go to Brooklinen.com and use the code MANIA, 10% off your first order and free shipping. They make some damn comfy sheets. And don't forget about Emily Schramm, the MPAC.com. I know it's tough not being able to go to the gym, but if you go to the MPAC.com slash MANIA, use the code MANIA, 15% off all of her good stuff, and it helps you work out at home. You load up that MPAC, and you can just run around your apartment or your house or your backyard or whatever you got to do but all right speaking of running she's run through a couple finals in the last few years and she's running back into our hearts d yeah
1: yep Uh, i'm glad she made it glad we finally reconciled and i'm glad that everyone's gonna get to hear the first time she's back and you know how the the conversation goes between you guys. Yes, here
0: we go. I'm going to address it right out the gate, right out the gate, the elephant in the room. I'm going to right out the gate. I'm going to address it, and hopefully, D., Hopefully I don't fuck this up and cost us another two years of Ashley Mitchell interviews. Let's see what we do. Uh, MTV Ashley Brooke is where to hit her up on Twitter. Thank her for coming on the podcast. Please, on behalf of me and D, but also if you enjoy the interview, hit her up at MTV Ashley Brooke. I'm at Shot of Yeager. He's at Derek MTV on all platforms. On Instagram, you can get me at Scott of Yeager. And then Facebook.com slash Challenge Mania Podcast. If you're not over there getting all the giveaways we do every week, if you're not over there, what are you doing? What are you, what are you thinking? All right, Dee, here we go. Going to- Thanks, millionaire patrons. mitchell yes thank you patrons pod squad appreciate you
2: big mac chicken mcnuggets no big mac and quarter pounder with cheese or filet-o-fish you'd be doing the same thing if you were at mcdonald's because you can choose not just one but two of your favorites for just six bucks tasty big mac crispy 10-piece chicken mcnuggets juicy quarter pounder with cheese or savory filet-o-fish Enjoy two of your all-time favorites for just 6 bucks, if you can decide on the two. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price.
0: More and more of our neighbors are struggling with the trauma of COVID-19 and the stress of everyday tasks. Life is hard. It's harder on drugs. On average, 130 people die every day from opioid overdose. Addiction is a common and treatable disease and affects people of all ages and all walks of life. Reach out and join the thousands of Virginians that have successfully recovered at off-opioids.org. And remember, the Harrisonburg-Rockingham Community Services Board is here to help. Alright, right, ladies and gentlemen, for this very special episode of Challenge Mania, I know some of you are down on your luck. I know some of you can't leave your homes. Hell, none of us can leave our homes. None of us can go to our favorite restaurant. None of us can go get coffee with a friend. But on the bright side, one of our favorite guests has decided to grace us with her presence once again on the podcast. She was one of my favorite guests ever, and then somehow I fucked it up. But she is nice enough to have answered the call of a tweet. And for some reason, Miss Millionaire Mitchell is back
1: on our podcast airwaves. Welcome back, Ashley. I'm excited to be here. Answer the call. It was more of like a beg. I think you begged her to come (laughs) on. I was thoroughly embarrassed of the tweet.
3: I I the last thing I anything, I and I
1: fucking answered him
3: <laughs> I felt bad. I couldn't leave him hanging after that last one. I was like, You know know what? I can't do that to him <laughs>
0: and full disclosure like that was like the one you decided to to finally say yes to like if, if you were to one day like make my pathetic dm attempts over the past two years or whatever it's been public i would look like such a pathetic leech of like hey ashley <laughs> it's got just wondering is there any way possible maybe i'm so oh sorry God, hey, you guys are hilarious or send you some godiva is there any way what made you come around to this one what was it about this tweet was it just hold like on. the yeah. hold on can
1: i can i finish yelling at both of you guys real quick can i finish yelling at both of you <laughs> <laughs> so, he, he sends this begging message out on Twitter. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so not Challenge Mania. This is so not my style. I fucking, this is ridiculous. Right? She answers. And she's like, alright, she's in. And then I'm pissed off at Ashley because a few times you'll like just, you know, uh, like you'll just, you'll like repost something or retweet or like some or whatever. I think we're like, you know, back on like decent terms now. DM, and something like nice, hey, how you doing, everything alright, whatever, I want to come back on, and nothing. Zero. Well, I want to get, I want to get to what
0: I did to, to lead to this because I feel really bad, uh, A, First of all, you know, I want to get into it really briefly at the beginning of the podcast, and then we can sweep it under the rug. But you know, obviously, like as I mentioned, I wasn't kidding. Like you were one of my uh, our favorite guests, maybe my favorite guests, for the first two times you came on the podcast, and even that second time you came on, I was like, that was a great podcast, awesome. I bet you all the car fans are gonna think that we fucking bash Cara too much. Then I throw it online, and then within two days, I'm like. Hearing, oh, Ashley's pissed at you. And I'm like, Ashley's pissed at me? Why? And I'm like, hit you up and and nothing. And I'm just like, and people explain to me, they're like, no, she doesn't like that after the podcast was over in the outro, which is like what we do is we do the interview and then we tape our intro and outro after. We kind of do like a little post-mortem or whatever. And I guess I had said some things in the outro that you felt it was unfair that you weren't there to rebut and whatnot. And truth be told, as I'm sure you know, like I was just trying to make up for the fact that I didn't want you know, Kara's fans to think that I had let all this stuff be said and not just like at the end, throw in a little bit, sorry about that guys. But like, I didn't realize that doing that would have made you feel like I talked about you behind your back. So I'm so sorry for doing that. It completely backfired. Uh-huh. I honestly woke up that day and was so shocked that that was even a thing. I like, couldn't even begin to know how to apologize. Cause I, I honestly, you know, didn't know if it was coming from a place where you had heard it and you were personally offended or whether like the, Twitter people were sending you stuff and saying, hey, you should be mad about this. I don't know if you saw this, but you should be mad about this. But either way, I'm really, really sorry, because if I did something to you know, violate your trust or hurt your feelings, I deprived our audience of hearing your voice for two years or whatever it's been, and I feel terrible about that. So really sorry, and thank you for making me not look like an asshole by saying yes, finally, in the middle of a pandemic. (laughs)
3: Thanks. Thanks for having me back. You guys are nice. I appreciate it and thanks to the apology. It's not a big deal. I'm probably held a, lo- a little grudge a little too long, but you guys know me.
1: <laughs> yo, yo, you're about to make me go into my stash and drink a little bit of West Virginia grown moonshine. Uh, Is that a thing? I drank
3: all the alcohol that was in my house last night, so you guys are having me on a hungover day instead of a drunk day, so that's good. I mean, there's really only two two things to do in this quarantine, and that's like be hungover and be drunk so.
0: but some of us are quarantined <laughs> in like a one bedroom apartment in like the east side of Manhattan which like when you can't mm. do anything fun Manhattan's like a terrible place to be whereas you seem to be in these like beautiful locales I believe you're in South America <laughs> explain to us how you wound up there and and sort of lucked out to be quarantining in like let's be honest not so bad of conditions it looks like from your Instagram not at
3: all I'm so blessed I'm just happy that like I'm healthy everyone's healthy that's funny. Number one concern. I want everyone to keep saying their asses at home too because you know it's about our family. But um I was backpacking through South America and uh yeah, we were in the Amazon jungle and I didn't have internet for a few days, and they when we finally the Wi-Fi finally got working out there. We found out that they were going to go quarantine, like, and they would lock down from state to state before, like, way before you guys did. So we were like, oh, damn. So we had to rush back to Quito, um, Ecuador. So, yeah, I got a, a house for a great price off of Airbnb for the month, like, cheaper than I would have got in Vegas or anywhere else. So yeah, I love it. I mean, we've got a, a yard, so I've been working. Out. I feel like I'm in the challenge house because I'm like doing all my exercises outside, running around the house, and you know, <laughs> working out without the gym. It reminds you of training in the challenge.
1: Yeah, you just got to figure it out. You're like, all right, I got some, I got some grass. Water bottle. Let me lift this water jug right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I mean, of, of late, like you guys have had some fucking awesome gyms, you know, but. Yes, yeah. you know, you've been around long enough to where you have to deal with whatever you got.
3: Yeah, I mean, I've been around long enough to where I used to not even work out during the damn challenge. I mean, on Invasion, I'd, like, me and Amanda one time just, like, snuck away from everyone to pretend. And we were sitting in the gym, and when people would walk in, we were pretending like we were working out. We're like, oh, shit, so they don't call us lazy. Let's pretend like a but like you can ask anyone, I never worked out. I'm just happened to work out. Now that we're casting people like freaking Casey and Jenny and Tory, and I'm like, damn you bitches, won't you just give it a break? <laughs>
0: Um, yeah. Let me ask you because you know I think one of the other unfortunate things about you going dark on us right after that last episode we did with you was we' we filmed that episode with you in the middle of final reckoning. then you go and shake up the universe by winning final reckoning <laughs> and taking our boy hunter's <laughs> money. It would have been like great to have you on afterwards talk to you about more, it but but then. Hunter. And then, yeah, poor Hunter, right? But, no, we, we love Hunter here, but we would yeah. love to have gotten your take on that in, in the moment. And now oh. obviously, you know, people have heard you talk about that to death, but I feel like since yeah. then though, you have had a bit of a lifestyle change because like I know you're in Ecuador now, but I feel like since luckily you didn't block me on any social media platforms, I've been able to follow you and see that like you, you seem to like never be in the States. Like it seems like you're always somewhere cool, always somewhere exotic. And back when we were talking to you, you were, you were in Vegas Mostly. What, what was it that brought about that life change and kind of turning you into this like, you know, nomad?
3: Well, to be honest with you, ever since Invasion, when um, I was getting a lot of TV time, and it was all a little overwhelming walking around, and people recognized you, you know, dinners and drinking, and I was like, it was getting towards the final, and I got really bad anxiety. I get the worst anxiety watching myself on TV. You guys don't even understand. It's horrible, and um, I was like, forget this. I'm getting the hell out of the States, and so I just started Googling random shit, and I went to Costa Rica by myself with just a backpack for the first time for like and I ended up staying for over a month or so, so I was like that just become like my favorite thing to do in the world. I just love backpacking I love seeing the world I love being like indulgent or in like immersed sorry immersed in different cultures like not just to be a tourist at the stupid you know cancun I really want to get out and meet people in the co- and you know see how they live so I've been doing it since I've been to over twenty some countries after season thirty four I went through um Japan and Singapore and more of Thailand. So I use the challenge to just like pick where I'm going to travel to afterwards. After this season, I went to Czech Republic, Vienna. Where else did I go? I went all over the place. So yeah, I think that everyone needs to travel more and there won't be so much hate in the world. You really will understand that people better.
0: Yeah, guys, everyone listen to this. Just get up and travel <laughs> tomorrow. Just go. So, oh wait, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> okay. Yeah,
3: not now, please don't. And that's what's making me nervous too, because I want to keep my like travel. I was gonna keep traveling until they asked me to do the challenge again. So <laughs> I was like planning on going for the rest of the year, pretty much. And now I'm stuck, and now I'm a little afraid. I'm like, God, you know, because <laughs> to be honest, they're a little judgmental of white people. They all think that if they think we all have the coronavirus <laughs> so i'm like oh i don't know if i should be but
0: yeah imagine being from new york city like i am people are like oh you're not thinking of coming here are you no 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 <laughs> no, 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 i'll be like oh that looks so nice i can't wait to come see the new dog You'll be like yeah <laughs> but like next year you can come see him yeah, next
3: year yeah. yeah it's so bad in nyc dude i'm praying for you guys it's real bad in the big city down here Gaia Quill's the same like a lot, like an explosion of cases. So it's just horrible.
0: So do you have a bunch of like friends down there? Have you made uh local friends and whatnot? Are you still sort of an outsider? What, what, how does that work?
3: Well, we've only been in Ecuador. I mean, we just were in Ecuador like maybe a couple weeks before the lockdown started. We were in Colombia for months, like a month and a half or more. So, I I mean, yeah, you all know me. I'll talk to a damn wall. Just like Johnny said this season, I'm a shapeshifter. What the F ever. I just make (laughs) friends anywhere I go. Like, honestly, I'll make friends with an 80-year-old man or a 20-year-old girl. Like, I really just talk to anyone and everyone. So, I mean, we have some people, but friends not really to hang out with. It's just me and my sister. We have each other. So
0: Now I <laughs> get why you finally said you want to do the podcast. You're like so bored. You have nobody to talk to down there. You're like, all right, I'll give <laughs> ch- you a shot. You've worked so hard for all the things you have, the salary, the status, the success. And with that image, there's a drink, one to unwind, one to loosen up, one to take the edge off. But how do you know when a drink is more than just a drink? We get it. We can help. Karen's Grandview program has been helping accomplished people just like you regain their lives. Talk to us. Visit karen.org slash grandview.
1: Primo! Oh, hola, Primo! ¿Qué, pintando? Sí, con Purdy. Purdy? ¿Y ese quién es? Purdy, la brocha para pintura. Ten, pruébala. <gasps> Uy, pero
0: pinta casi sola.
1: Claro, son de gran calidad y están hechas para durar. Perfectas para profesionales como yo. Eh, ¿No me la regalas? No, hombre, llevo más con ella que con mi camioneta. Purdy, la marca número uno preferida por los profesionales. You know, speaking of Johnny, let's, let, 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 since, we've, since we've already moved from... The one elephant in the room. Let's move over to the <laughs> t- two other elephants in the room. me have the rotten banana. Uh, <laughs> at the end, it wasn't the rotten. At the end, you were like, "Go, Johnny, fuck you, Wes." But in the meantime, Girl. before you even got to that point, you were like, "Fuck, Johnny." I felt like I was watching the 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 the, the king and queen of the challenge, at least statistically wise. Two of the best <laughs> players, one from the male side, one from the female side, you know, butting heads again. And, you know, where it seemed like you, you know, you wanted to get rid of Johnny or hated Johnny. And in the end, you're telling Wes to fuck off. Um, I don't know if you guys know, but I'm completely mentally unstable. I know. <laughs>
0: not-
3: <laughs> no. Stop Well, you know, my feelings got really hurt by Wes because, and I've said this a few times now, and I think I said it in the anytime my feet hit that dirt, anytime I'm down and battling for my life, he always, always has rooted against me and I vividly hear him because you know when you're down there and you hear one of your friends or someone you think should be rooting for you, rooting for the other person, you're like, what the fuck? And now I don't think, I knew that. That he's better friends with D and I'm not surprised that he rooted for D but like literally like cheating for her and it was what was going through my head was the multiple times all oh, that one time on transfer stars oh when you had to go down against Hunter, oh now this time and all of it just was in my head I was more mad at Wes than I was about the damn loss I was excited to get the F out of that house dude like oh it was miserable for me so I was, but when that happened with Wes, yeah, I lost it. I think everyone, everyone was dying laughing and it went on. I went off on him for a kid, probably five minutes and TJ just let me, he never does that. And he just let me go. And he was dying laughing. I mean, I was going pretty ham morning. everyone in the audience was like, eh. like, Ashley, leave him alone. Oh my God. Everyone was dying.
0: Um, I want to work our way up to, to this recent season, of course, where you just made okay. your fairly dramatic exit because it's interesting, you know, having spoken to you midway through Final Reckoning, I remember your vibe during that was that going into that season, you and Hunter came in in the middle of that season and the season mm-hmm. before that on Vendettas, you didn't get a full-time slot, you did the mercenary thing and I felt like you were yeah. in a place where you felt like you were kind of getting slighted by the challenge gods. Then of course, you do the ultimate I mean, like, when you take <laughs> the money and Run, which Johnny did on Rivals 3 and then you did on Final Reckoning. To me, mm-hmm. that reshapes, I think, what will be the rest of your challenge career in good ways. <laughs> and I'd assume in ways that you would, and I mean, this is my question, you know, you would say maybe puts a larger target on your back or affects how you're viewed by your peers yes. in seasons after <laughs> that. So, so talk to us about that because it's interesting. We've seen since then your game take on many different shapes. I mean, we saw, I mean, <laughs> you literally were on our podcast. Stop doing our podcast because of, at the time, you seemingly not uh, getting along with Kara. And then, of course, <laughs> you then go two seasons later and form the largest alliance of the season with Kara and ride it to a final. So clearly <laughs> making the most out of the conditions you're given, here you are now a season later yeah. without that alliance that you worked really hard to build, and you're kind of left mm-hmm. hung out to dry. So take us back to post-final <laughs> reckoning. You've done what God. I assume owes you a free My drink from My every- challenge
3: for years shows that maybe I'm a little bit freaking bipolar, huh?
0: <laughs> hey, but look, if you trade off winning a million dollars and then not winning a million dollars every once in a while, it's going to add up anyway. So
3: yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah, it definitely puts a target on my back. I think that's pretty much obvious. It's always going to be people are always have that little, you know, green goblin in them. They're that little jealousy monster that is like, fuck, she already has all this money. or You know what I mean? And so... Working with Cora and Cam and all of them, honestly, it took me by surprise because all those girls can usually be catty. Not those girls, but girls in general can be catty. And I was like, these bitches are going to, like, you know, try to drop me before the final. I can't trust them. But, honey, at the beginning of 34, I was looking for anyone. I mean, I would have made... deal with literally the devil and our alliance became out of necessity and then it truly turned into like a really close bond we are all still in contact we're all still good friends and yeah uh, each season I go I have to do something different because I'm not gonna play like Johnny and Wes and everyone knows what the fuck I'm doing every step of the way each season I come that's just idiotic When you go there, you know what I mean? You know Wes is going to be calling everyone. You already know he's got a text message sent to every single cast member. You know what I mean? You know who Johnny's working with every season. So that's not, I mean, that's why they've done 20 seasons and, you know, won six. And I've, you know, done six and won two.
0: Do you feel like the move, you know, the the taking Hunter's money and obviously now being a two time champ, which you would hope would earn you a call every season. But we've we've learned the hard way. Look, Derek's got three championships. He doesn't get a call every season. So it's not always about right. winning, but winning in the way that you did and obviously making the best decision for television ratings everywhere. You know, do you feel like that sort of earns you, you know, now, uh, you know, that last time we spoke to you where you felt like, hey, maybe they were sliding you because of a couple times you didn't really want to be there and stuff like that that now you're, yeah. you're, you you now get the benefit of the doubt. Now you're getting the call whether you want it or not.
3: <laughs> well, I'll tell you one thing. You know, our, my friend Shane, you guys know Shane Landrum, what he always tells me is, bitch, you're TV gold. And that just means I don't hide my emotions. First of all, I have a lot of emotions. You guys know that. I mean, I'm taking them out on you. So I have when I'm really, really happy and I'm really, really sad and I let the TV camera see that I let the producers know, you know, I, I really open up and I think a lot of people can't freaking say the same. I mean, I know some big names on there who are completely different people when the camera's not on, you know what I mean? So it's like, I'm not going to play the goody two shoe. I'm not going to play because I'm not, I'm not a perfect person. And I think that's the real reason. And this season, um I, I got pretty deep with the producers, too. They didn't show it. I had some personal stuff going on. And... You know, I thought they were going to show that part of it, but they didn't. But also, I think just opening up like that to them and, like, letting them in into my real life and not just my challenge life. I think they really freaking respect that and love that. I mean, because it is reality TV. So, these a lot of people on here need to stop acting like something they're not, to be honest.
0: And God bless Shane, by the way, because, (laughs) full disclosure, (laughs) there was at least five times that whether we were with Shane in D.C. or just, like, via text, I was like, can you put in another good word with Ashley for me, please? Can you just, uh, and he was just like, he's like, dude, she wants, she wants nothing to do with you. No, she's not, not gonna have it. I'm like, can you just, can like, you give her this for me? Just give me this for me. I made this thing for her. it's a little stuffed animal. He'd be like, dude, she doesn't want it. She did nothing. <laughs> so, so, so Shane, this one's for you, buddy. This one's for you.
3: Oh, I love him so much. I'm actually the Lavender Ladies. You know, I just did the whole group of interviews for all the magazines last week, Entertainment Weekly and People and all that crap. So, um. The, the, everyone still ask about the lavender ladies and what an iconic Alliance, every single media outlet still. And I was like, dude, we are the most fucking iconic Alliance. And they still are bringing us up damn near five seasons later.
0: <laughs> it's because of the name. It's all in the marketing. You know what I mean? Like they know how to ask about it. No one, ha- no one knows how to ask about your Alliance from war of the worlds too. They're not like, so how's uh Kara cam, Leroy and Polly and uh ninja. How yeah, well, <laughs>
3: Because they don't want to say it negatively, so the negative fans call it Cara's Cult. And what we call ourselves, fuck <laughs> y'all, and, and what we call ourselves is, uh, the Royal Family, because like Queen Cam, and I just did this thing when I was bored, you act like middle schoolers when you're in the Challenge House. So I called us the Royal Family, but that didn't stick.
1: Yeah, yeah I think Cara's I, I, Cult I, like, might
0: even be better. I
1: had, I had like, I had like three names going into it because I didn't know what you guys wanted to be called. It was like, Carl's Cult, Camp, uh, pa- Camp Pauly, or Cam's Court. Cam's uh-huh. Court or something like that. And I didn't, see so it could have it went either way, but I guess it's, it's the royal family, it's the royal family. My question is, speaking of Lavender Ladies, um, What's going on? Where are they at? How are they doing? I know Amanda. Dude, and- they are thriving. They are th- thriving, honey. Um, Sylvia
3: just got a new house, a new home. She bought a home. Um, her boyfriend. Um, I mean, I see them getting engaged, married, and babies. It pretty soon. Um, oh, and you know, Amanda what? just had. A- yeah, I mean that's just my hope oh. and prayers. Me and Shane are hoping for a little babies from her. So we'll see. Um. Shane has a great job and a great boyfriend. He moved to DC uh, in a new apartment. He's loving life. He's really, really happy, which is nice. And Amanda, she's just being a bad bitch that she always has been. She's a nurse through all these trying times we're going through right now, which is just, she's a, she's a real hero. She's always been my hero sticking up for me on the challenge. And now being a nurse during the COVID-19 and she had herself a baby. I'm sure you guys know. And yep. it's freaking beautiful. Like, I hate ugly babies and she has a beautiful
1: baby. <laughs> what's, what's the, what's the name? What's the baby's name?
3: Oh shoot, what is his name? It starts with an A. Well, oh, I just,
1: God. I just, sorry, I didn't mean to put you on the spot. I, yeah, I forget my friend. I, we can get rid of that if we want, if we okay. need to. Uh, oh. it's a, I, I was wondering, uh, Corey's, uh, uh th- daughter's name and it just came up today. You know, I was like, did I miss it? Did I miss it? Did I miss Mira. it? Big shouts to, to Corey, Mila, big shouts to, you know, Amanda and her man in the front lines there, man. That's, it takes a, takes, takes an unbelievable, I just, I just read something in the news about a, a doctor, you know, kind of, you know, taking their own life because of how hard it is. So big that. shout out to all the, we you know, have healthcare the same workers. We there. Facebook
3: feed, bro, yeah. because we we read the same stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's rough, man. Or we just get the West Virginia news. I don't know. Yeah. We've seen West Virginia app.
0: Um, mm-hmm. Ashley, let me ask you. So you mentioned everybody's thriving in their own lives, which, which is great mm-hmm. to hear. But like, I wonder, I mean, from, from yourself selfishly from a gameplay standpoint, although you are able to adapt when they're not there, I'd imagine you want to look across the, the aisle at that first challenge day and see the lavender ladies or at least a couple of them there. And they haven't been there on these last few rides. <laughs> with you. So do you, do you have enough pull to kind of find out why that is? Is it because they say no? Are they not getting the calls? And can't you like nudge them?
3: Nah, I don't think they want to do it. They've all, you know, I think they've all moved past it. And I think some people do You come to a time in the life because, I mean, once you get to the challenge house, you really digress back to being like a freaking frat boy. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's really, you go back to like childish behavior just because you're so bored, nothing to do. And I think they've moved past that. in hell. like, you know, there's kids. Amanda's not going to see with a kid. I just know her. Shane. He kind of like, I think, cussed out some people that he shouldn't have. So I don't think they're (laughs) going to bring him back. And Sylvia, I don't know. They might bring her back, but I don't know. You know what? Like the challenge isn't, it it wouldn't be fun if I just came in there with the same people every time and just had the same friends. I isolate myself a lot when I have friends. Like when I'm in there by myself, like Tori was saying, like Ashley's different. It's because I'm more like talking to everyone and not just, you know, my few people
0: so so does that mean that you were kind of happy to see because like you obviously you have the lavender ladies for a couple seasons there you form on invasion and then you have them again on final reckoning there in some capacity Mm -hmm. then they're gone but Mm -hmm. you go and form this royal court of yours and then you come back Uh for a season later and the whole court is gone so like were you ignored? No I didn't like that you didn't? I didn't like that at all
3: I knew I was going to be screwed and like I said I knew I was going to be paying for my sins from season 34 I mean that's anytime I do well or anytime anyone does well, you're going to piss a lot of people off because you're going to have to put people in eliminations. You're going to be, you know, having a lot of power usually throughout the season when you make it to a final. So people are going to hold grudges for you. So honestly, if I do really well in the season, I think, well, you know what? <laughs> it's probably not going to go so great the next season or it's going to be really hard for me. Um, but no, I was sick to my stomach that nobody, like no one, I mean, I had D and Rogan, but those, they weren't really, like, D during our whole alliance, didn't really, like, she was kind of playing, playing both sides, and we really had to sway her a few times to, like, vote our direction or, you know, because she was really good friends with Georgia. So, walking in, you know, I, I really had no one, and, <laughs> you know, I, I learned a lot about myself this season, even though I was there for a short time, and I've... Was proud of myself that I can go in there alone and make friends with a bunch of people that hated me the season before. So, you know, like I had Josh that I worked against, Tori that I worked against, Jordan that I worked against, Jenny that I worked against, Bananas that I worked against, Kyle. So, like, you know, getting in there and just like trying to show them, you know, the personal side of me and remind them I'm just a person and I'm not this Evie, this millionaire Mitchell that people want to portray me as. I'm just, you know, Goofy Ash and trying to make them remember that. So, and I think I did a good job of it. And that's why Johnny was so scared, honey. He was like, oh no, she can, you know, I don't know why he's so scared of me, but he obviously was.
1: It does it, does it make it more fun? Oh, by the way, the lavender baby's name is Avani. Avani. Oh yeah. Avani. I was going to say like
3: Aiden. But- you know, I me and my friends have had babies recently. We got Corey, we got Toya. I mean, friends in my real life have had babies, like three different girls. Yeah. So there's so many damn babies. I can't keep track of all those little monsters. That's their own problem.
1: <laughs> so, uh, so my question is, is, does it make it more fun to be like kind of on your own and playing the game on your own and having <sighs> to what they say is – or the, the word he uses is shapeshift, and we can get into that because <laughs> yeah. we had, when we had Darrell in the Madhouse, he was talking. He's like, "We're all shapeshifters." By the way, Darrell says hello. Um, I love him. He, he he's like, "We're all shapeshifters, y'all." Yo, you kind of got to move with you know where the you know into the winning formula. You you, you yeah. all, everyone's moving into the winning formula. It's just if you're on Johnny's bad side. You know, he's like, yeah. fuck, what am I supposed to do with you? You're literally pointing guns at me. You and you pointing guns at me. What am I supposed to do? So yeah. does, does it make the game more fun to have your back against the wall and go, fuck you, fuck you. I fuck. tell you. Used- on the table of deliberation, go, well, fuck yourself. <laughs> oh, you're going to spray a, a fire extinguisher in my face. <laughs> <"Pff>, fuck you. <yourself." laughs> or is God. it really anxiety ridden?
3: Well, i tell you what, it, it's already very lonely for me in that house because you guys know I'm so close with family and I'm constantly, you know, with my sister talking. I'm always with family. So I feel very alone in that house, even if I have a bunch of friends. So that I isol- like, well, just being alone and knowing like people are out to get me, you know, people are all had their eyes on me from the beginning. So it's a definitely really hard feeling, but dang, it really makes you tougher and stronger and thickens your skin because you know, it's just a feeling you can't explain. Derek, I'm sure you know, but it's like it's you feel so isolated and almost like, oh my god, it's like your life is gonna come to an end. You're like, Oh damn it, you know, I'm gonna have to get out there and fight for my life. Yeah. And because when you're in there, you you know, no TV, no books and all that shit. So That really is. It becomes your world so quickly. By the first elimination, you're already so deep. It's like the matrix. And it's hard to pull yourself out and remember, like, okay, you're not going to die. Like, you're just going to go home and, you know. So Uh, (laughs) I don't love it, but it is fun. I love being able to show myself and do the politics because, I mean, I am a little bit more. um, What's the word I'm looking for without insulting anyone. Um, I'm just like. I'm better at the politics and social game, the intellectual side of it than a lot of my coworkers, if you will, so it's funny that it's hard for me actually sometimes just like see people make such dumb fucking moves, like when I see d give a red skull to a girl that is. Probably going to be able to beat freaking anyone, guy or girl. Jenny is smart. She's got better physical abilities than anyone. I mean, Derek, I'd put her up against you in the final. No fucking joke. Yeah. That girl's a, yeah. the girl is a fucking beast. And then D is just going to give her the red skull. I'm like, I mean... Even if that was my best friend, I would be thinking twice about that. I'd be like, ah, I mean, even if it was Amanda or Sylvia, I'd be like, God, just handing it over to the best person. Well, that's scary. Well, Scar- well, and I see she- other people make stupid mistakes, like Corey not going after bananas, like yeah. right from the get go. I'm like, dude, this guy hates you. He's going to come after you. So why don't you do what everyone else has been doing for the past few seasons and take that snake's head off right for yeah. now? Yeah, what but, happened? Yeah, what happened to Wes and Corey? Uh, you know what? I I don't know. I don't know. And it's, you know, it's hard for me to watch people be so fucking stupid. But I can't. It's the, it's the power of the banana. It's the power of the banana. I tell you, that banana must have some magic because these boys are falling in love with him. Look at Wes. Yeah. And I got it. He's his lap dog
1: now. Yeah, he's over there kissing on him during uh deliberations. Jeez, man. Dude, and I tried to tell people,
3: people didn't really feel, like I tried to tell Corey and Nelson, yeah yo, I'm not- I was like, listen, they are working together. They're like, no, they're just playing nice for a few weeks or for a few eliminations or just playing. I'm like, dude, they are, I'm telling you, but there's something about me. I can read energies or what, but yeah. I remember on season 34 when freaking Josh started working with bananas and I told Polly, I was like, dude, you cannot trust Josh whenever he blindsided West. I was like, I'm telling you, you cannot. And he's like, he's never going to do that. Ashley, he's never going to do that. And I'm like, all right, yo, then that's fine. And then as soon as we get down there, I fucking knew it. There's something about energies, and they called me paranoid pay him in the house, or they used to. Now I don't get paranoid anymore because I fucking know what's going to happen pretty much. Like, I can feel it in my soul. So I'm like, uh, yeah, See, I'm like, whatever. Know,
0: when you have a political game on the level of yours, that's when people in the game of politics start to take notice. And that's why Barack Obama... D- decided to follow you uh, on Twitter. Oh my god! Uh, he, here he, we go. He uh, he saw your gameplay, uh, and, and he said, "I like what I see, uh, Michelle." Uh, you, you need to follow that millionaire Mitchell, uh, and and don't 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 follow that uh, Dina Nguyen. I, I did not like that move she made, uh throwing in Jenny, you. just giving that red skull away. Wouldn't do it. <laughs> so, uh, you are good. Yeah. There no. Go. What? How did that feel? You're followed by Barack Obama on Twitter. First of all, it's crazy that people notice that stuff. But what, I know someone I know.
3: just noticed it and tweeted me, and I was like, okay, this has to be like a fake account. And I go and look. I'm like, what in the world? Because as you guys know, I'm a huge Democrat. I'm a huge Barack Obama fan. So I was like. I mean, it made my day. It was like, and I'm not a fangirl Ever like many people. I really don't like, you know, meeting celebrities. I'm not someone to take a picture with them even. So it's like that. I was like, ah, I mean, it's baroque. Freaking Obama! I He's waited just...
0: online at Barnes and Noble for an hour and a half to meet Michelle Obama, like last year. Actually,
3: oh, I'm jealous, dude. I mean, maybe, maybe they'll adopt me. Do they want a 30 year old woman with a drinking problem? I feel
0: like they might because you're, you're you're one of only 607 thousand people that he follows. So that uh, is an I... exclusive company to be in, my friend
3: you well listen he's got 112
0: million 116.7 no, so. million so if you break it down by percentages you're really yeah. like, right like think about it, it doesn't follow just anybody it doesn't follow me i'll tell you that so yeah yeah so. very very funny stuff
2: the Challenge Mania shop is open. Head over to challengemania.shop today for the best way to support the podcast while looking good doing it. New designs and items added every few weeks. Maniacs, time to mobilize. Check out challengemania.shop
1: today.
0: Okay, let's talk about the move that you just talked about, throwing in mm-hmm. Jenny into... Uh, so- before, obviously, your game gets kind of, you know, turned over on itself by Johnny and you end up going, getting thrown in. What was the yeah. sort of mentality like, not just in the house, but for you in particular, for how to play this twist, right? So we don't get to see what you would do with the cards in your hands. But, like, when you get told by TJ, hey, you're going to have to win one of these to go to the final. Are you saying to yourself, I want to kind of call my shot and go against someone I know I can beat? Or are you trying to go as long as possible without going in? How did you think, how can I make this work for me?
3: You don't even play like you don't know. Both of y'all know, as soon as TJ says y'all are gonna have to get a red skull, I went home, I packed my fucking bags. I was like, this is not for me. No!
1: No I, way! No way! <laughs>
3: really- I didn't really pack my bags, but I was just like, because I knew if I got, I would want to get a red skull, but I knew if I did, let's be honest, nobody wants to see me in a final. Jordan and Tori ran a final against me last season. I don't quit in a final. I go, I'm good, I eat, uh, and I can do a damn puzzle. That's a fact. So, like, I knew that if I was to get a red skull, my ass would be down there because people know. Eliminations really aren't my thing. They're not my favorite thing and my anxiety goes through the roof. I don't like them at fucking all. So people would, you know. Probably want to go against me, I would say, especially someone with body weight, people that have, I weigh 125 pounds soaking wet, and we got girls like Jenny that's, you know, way over, probably close to 170 straight fucking muscle, like, and you know, a lot of the girls are, you know, a lot taller than me, just a lot broader and thicker and muscular, so if it's a hall brawl down there, people want to see me probably, I mean, I wouldn't suggest it. I'm freaking feisty and a little bit crazy, you never know what can happen when I'm down there. But, um, yeah. but yeah, no, I was not happy about the red skull, obviously. I wasn't happy about the whole fucking season. I didn't have a damn friend, you guys. I didn't, I did not pack correctly because it was freezing cold. We were locked in an ugly ass house and now I have to go into elimination like probably all the time just to say I was like, You know what? You know what? Challenge guards, you really are trying to push me this season and I'm not going to let you all test me like this. I'm going to stay strong. I'm not going to threaten to quit.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but here's the thing. I I wouldn't. It's like so first about the move. It's like if you're D, who do you give the red skull to? Like you either got to give it to Jenny or Tori. So it's like it's kind of like if you're in Ashley's position, you're kind of like, well, fuck, she's just going to give it to somebody. Right?
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I mean, it's, I guess the people she had to pick from weren't very great. She, Yeah, I didn't even think of that. the people that she had to pick from were Tori or Jenny, and giving them a red skull. Or she with,
0: goes in herself against the girl that she's been shitting on for three episodes. No, because right?
3: I can tell you why, and I don't blame her either, because we didn't know that was the option then. And I'm going to tell you, we put down some bottles the night before. Honey, when you think you're yeah. safe from elimination... Derek will tell you, we don't put down just, you know, one or two bottles. I can tell you that much. Yep. So, I mean, I, I, I'm not exaggerating when I say I think me, her, and Big T were up till four or five in the morning just gossiping, laying on that down at the gym. So, I don't blame her at all. We were all hungover. I was like, nah, I wouldn't be playing those games. that game.
1: Nope. Yeah. And Nope. And she's playing her politics. So, now, she's got arguably the number one girl. Well, you Take your pick, number one or number two. Do you want Jordan and Tori in your back pocket or do you want – you know, or do you want, uh, you know, Jenny? You know, so it's like- I mean, she did she good this season
3: move. with making alliances and she came in and told me straight up like, listen, you're not my number one, Jenny was, and I was honestly astounded, I was like, Uh, what the fuck, all season, last season, you cried every single time you got drunk, I was there for you, I stuck up for you when Tori and Jenny said that you were the worst fucking person in the house, you were going to lose the fucking final form, all these horrible things, and now, like, you've obviously already made the plan before coming here, and that's, I mean, I knew from day one that I was pretty fucked, because I didn't even have D in my court, I was like, okay, and, like, I mean, I'm thinking to her, do you really want to be in alliances with, like, two girls that are probably going to fucking whoop your ass in a final. I mean, in my opinion, I think they, well, she's good at puzzles. I don't know. It would be a tough call, but I don't know. I just think, I don't know. Honestly, I still, I'm still flabbergasted about it. But
1: but you're kind of right. I mean, it it was, it, it was kind of interesting to see because she's literally, you know, in that scene, you know, crying or with, with Tori, Tori's like holding her and, you know, hugging her and she's, you know, you would think that, you know, Tori's, you know, I guess, you know, her girl, instead she goes completely the other way with Jenny, um, who lost yeah. to Tori, you know, so, uh you know, yeah. it was shapeshifting, right? Let's call it back to shapeshifting.
3: Yeah, they're all three really good competitors. That's a strong alliance. But also, I mean, remember, just like alliances don't last forever. And you can only go a few seasons with turning your back on alliances. One thing I've never done is turn my fucking back on alliance. I've never done the Lavender Ladies wrong. I never did Cars Cult wrong. So when, and they can say I'm a shapeshifter, they can say, I don't know how they could say I'm disloyal, though, because that's just not facts. So, But her, I feel like that is disloyal, what she did to me. And, I mean, some of the people in the cult if you want to call it that kind of agree with me like walking in not even thinking like I didn't think that I would need to have an alliance with thee because we were in you know we're messages we talk all the time like I know she ain't talking every day to these other people but you know it's a game and she looks at it as a game and she plays like Wes and if, that, if that's her mentor that's you know one way to go about the game <laughs> I mean, Wes has a reputation that precedes him. And if that's the reputation you're trying to get, then you're, you know, they can keep switching alliances and doing people dirty. That's fine. But it's not going to last forever like that. And I love D. We and D are still friends, everything. But I'm just saying it's a dangerous game to play. In the challenge world, if you played on coming back over and over.
0: You guys mentioned that word shapeshift. Uh, Mike B says, obviously being able to quote-unquote shapeshift is a big part of the game. Do you think had Johnny not started saying this about you, you would have had a way better shot this season? How much impact do you think Bananas' campaign against you ultimately shaped your path oh, this season?
3: Honey, Bananas ruined my season, and he knows because he can get in my head. He knows I'm like... Really, really soft. So when you see me crying, it's usually because I'm like so freaking angry. And when I get angry, I cry. So he knew at that moment that he got to me, and he just kept it going. So that time when I exploded and I freaking was a hurricane, went off on Bear and Maddie and everyone in between. I would say that was mostly because I was feeling so isolated because Johnny was going around talking about me all day long. People were saying was talking about me all day long, bro. So I'm like. Oh, my God, dude. What have I ever done to him? I thought we, like, kind of got on. I know we don't work together, but, like, we kind of, you know, have good conversation. I like to be around Johnny. So, yeah, he definitely um, got he, me. Because he got in my head. He he beat me mentally. And, uh yeah, I got to give him that. I got to give
1: him his props it, for that. And he does it every season, I feel like. I feel like you're the person that he's like, man, I'm bored. I'm going to go fuck with somebody. He's dude, like... He's like, fam, yeah, I know, season- I know how to light this fire real quick. You guys want to see a fire? Watch this. He
3: does. There's something <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's like that little boy in kindergarten that keeps pulling your ponytail or something. But <laughs> <laughs> last season he would make fun of me, like just saying, "Oh, she's finally working out," or "Oh, they're like, you know, this is the first time she's ever seen in a gym." And, and, and like, it's always each season something different that he does to me and one day i'm going to have to come up with a million pranks next season and just make his life a living hell but nothing to mean because i do think he's funny and i don't want to i don't want to make a real life enemy just a challenge enemy just
1: steal <laughs> his toilet seat just steal his toilet seat like you did on invasion
3: <laughs> that's such an epic
1: Moment. So in my let's, life. let's go into some of like the the trajectory of Johnny Bananas, which is probably where he gets the name from. Is from fucking with people like you and making it work. So like I remember, he's the the one season he takes your toilet or or he he takes your uh uh the the toilet seat and like puts yeah. it on a floaty and lets it like fucking float away on a pink flamingo or something like that in the <laughs> Caribbean Sea or something. Classic. Fuck. Funny for us. For you you're like this motherfucker I just been Listen, it, you guys. Up. there's an explanation for that
3: actually one reason why I flipped up I had been so sick for two weeks they had to like bring someone in to even give me an IV and I had been literally sitting on the toilet all day long every day miserable luckily the lavender ladies would stay in the bedroom with me and i open the door and just sit on the toilet all day you guys I was so sick and at that point it was like challenge beaver was set in so aka it means everyone's a little bit freaking crazy at this point. And when that happened, it was just, I don't know why it set me off. I swear I, I'm mentally
1: unstable. I swear. At that, Well, at that point, that's like your best friend, right? And other dudes are walking in, probably pissing on the toilet seat, not cleaning it up or whatever. And all you yeah. have is this is your toilet yeah. seat. Yeah, I mean, think it's too much.
3: It was such a pitiful, I'm like, my vagina goes on that. And I'm like, I'm looking back, I'm like, that's not how it works, Ashley. Um,
1: that's not how that I've never, that's I've never I've put, put my, I've never put my butt cheeks and my thighs on a, on an empty, you know, toilet without the seat. So yeah, fuck, it's not I, fun. No, and, and then so, and then following, following after that, one of the most, you know, uh, you know, memorable scenes from last season, a memorable, Altercations last season that sort of stemmed off a few different bombs in different directions was when he used you to, uh, throw the challenge. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Yeah, he did use me to- What the fuck, Johnny Bananas? Yeah, he's like- the shit out of him. He's like, I'm using her again! Let's go! He just wanted to tackle
3: me, let's be honest. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs>
1: So, but, but that move sort of like pisses people off from different directions, including yourself ends up getting him, I believe, tossed in. And then, you know, probably in the next, within the next, you know, breath or moment or two, the, uh, you know, Wes is gone, Johnny's gone, and it, it, I believe it stems from that moment. So, and now fast forward to this season. He's like, he's, you know, it's you versus him as like a rivalry. And
3: oh, I did not sign up for this, dude. I did not sign up for a rivalry with Johnny Bananas. GD, could I have a rivalry with someone else?
1: Uh, well, <laughs> well, the way I mean, could you imagine if you two were paired up on some sort of a season together? Uh He'd be I fucking with you the entire way. Hell. You guys would probably make it to the end. You guys would probably win and you take his money. Come on. Epic season. Oh God. Challenge guys. Do you hear a- me? That would be the best day of my life. If that happened, I would retire right then. Or both (laughs) of you would definitely make it through the final knowing I'm cutting your throat. At the end of this, listen, let's just be honest. At the end of this, I'm cutting your throat. You're cutting mine.
0: That's when the big twist is they have Hunter drop in from a helicopter. He just falls, (laughs) he just falls out of a helicopter and takes all the money.
1: No, he doesn't take the money. He makes the decision. He's forced to make the decision on who gets to keep the money in his mercenary outfit without his tennis shoes or he's got his tennis shoes in his hand. Yeah. And he definitely wouldn't vote for me. (laughs) He He has a pretty deep hatred for. For Johnny as well, so. I know. That'd be a, that'd be a tough, that'd be, that'd be more like a punishment for him
0: than anything. (laughs) I want to ask about some of the pranks we saw this past week uh, that you were in the middle of. It wasn't Johnny at the forefront, but it was Johnny Ooh. 2.0, a.k.a. Mr. Stephen Bear, um, setting oh, off the fire extinguisher, pissing you off a little bit. Um, and then, of course, you and Maddie get into it. How heated did it really get in that moment? First, obviously, between you and Bear, and then it kind of transitions to you and Maddie. You know, being people who like both of you, it was sad to see you guys going at it. Did, did you mm-hmm. guys work that out afterwards? And what was it like that night?
3: <laughs> all right I'll off by saying yeah we did like work it out we are we're cool I like Maddie like we have a lot of common and um yeah it was just a kind of a very em- emotion-filled night everyone was already going crazy even though we we're only in this house for a couple weeks at this point two weeks um Everyone, because the bunker, like, we didn't get any fresh air. We didn't have any windows. And, Derek, you know, like, our favorite thing to do is to look out the windows when you're going to do challenges. They blacked out the fucking windows of the bus, so we couldn't even see that. Like, Ooh. Yeah. We were, like, it was really intense. So, like, everyone was already going crazy. So, I had already sleep next to Bear, and I love Bear, but he gets on my last nerve. I expect it to be like having a child. Like, you love it, but sometimes you debate on, like, Beating the heck out of it. Like what is wrong with you? That's the way I feel about Bear. Um, And then he, when he did that, I wasn't mad at first. I was honestly scared. Like, we didn't know what happened. And the dust from a fire extinguisher is very, very fine, finer than sand. So when, it, when he came and started spraying it, we all inhaled it. We couldn't breathe. It was all in my mouth, all in my nostrils. Honey, all of us girls in that room have fake hair, and this hair is not cheap. It's thousands of dollars. Not to mention it got all up in there. I mean, it took a couple of showers just to get it out. It still wouldn't come out. Um, so like more than anything, I was scared when I came out and see him laughing. I was just heated and I wasn't really trying to spit on him. I was trying to get what was on my mouth. I guess that is, it was spit, but it was mostly the dust. And I was just trying to like, fuck you. Like here's, this is what you've done. Um, which I, I really regret doing that because it's obviously not a classy thing and I feel bad, but I was so heated. I literally blacked out. I don't remember much of the night and I wasn't even drunk, dude. Um, that's how heated I was. I was angry. Um well yeah, I did get drunk because I saw the footage. I must have been a little bit drunk. I can tell when I'm drunk when I watch the footage. But uh, <laughs> but it was bad. Um but no, me and Maddie, I mean, she just wanted to pop up for some reason. I'm not sure why. She wanted to stick up for bear. And honestly, I wasn't having it. I don't care if my damn grandma would have piped up, I would have gone at her too. Like no joke. So I was just I went off and me and Dee gotten a little like tiff too back and forth because she was like Pretty much like, oh, you're gonna fucking piss everyone off, and you know, blah, blah. I was like, I don't give a fuck about the game right now, okay? I'm not sure I don't care to piss everyone off because I'm pissed off.
0: So, so good. Besides like the fine, though, off. it seems like Bear got off with the least amount of grievances at anybody. Like, you guys are all, you uh, know, right, right. don't,
3: uh, don't tell challenge production, that, honey. Production, he got a, the most trouble because production got his ass.
1: Yeah, with a fine, right? That's what we're hearing. He got like a big fine. Huge. Yeah, he got a huge fine, but Scott doesn't seem to think it's a huge fine. Well, so.
0: I think that in in comparison to the amount of money he makes, it would be like a cast member who made less getting fined less. That's what I, that's how I think it's a trade off. I think it's a I think it's a little blip on his purse.
3: Well, I don't know if he gets paid exactly what people think. It's none of my business to talk about people's bags, but I know yeah. when he got fined, he said, "What the fuck? It's no point of me even being here because pretty much." A, 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 my whole guarantee was taken, is what he told me. Oh wow. So, and we were, we were in bed side by side. Like we, we, we slept next to each other. So he wait, told wait, me wait, like wait, he was...
0: You can't just, you can't just, you know, skip over the yada, 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 that. What, what do you mean you got, you guys were, you were just spit in his face and now you guys are sleeping together?
3: No, not in the same bed. Our beds were side by side oh. in the bedroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, no, no. Okay. No. I'm not like, I'm not like all these other girls, honey.
0: <laughs> well, hey, 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 it's interesting you say that because Trevor has a question. Trevor says, "Ashley, are you in a relationship now? Usually your flirting skills, I think uh um, you called it something else, he says with a P, uh, I don't know what that means. Polidicking. Oh, polidicking, there you go. Are on point, and it was weird not to see you use your feminine mystique, ooh that's a good term, to garner more favor and combat bananas, or did the cameras not just show it? So was the polidicking on fleek oh, this no, this Okay, season? when I
3: was talking about polidicking, that's back in Invasion, no honey, I wasn't talking about myself, I was talking about Kayla. Because Kayla had been flirting with a bunch of boys that season. And, I mean, whatever. I mean, I like Kayla now. Nothing. Use her way, girl. Use those feminine ways. But, honey, I'm going to be honest with you. When people say, like, oh, you know, she politics. She uses people like Hunter to get. Like, I really did. And I don't even think of the game that way. I don't. I'm not really sexual. I'm nerdy and goofy and the one always telling jokes and being clumsy. I'm not really flirty. So, I mean, I'm naturally flirty. I guess I am a little flirty, but like, I'm not going to definitely use my, my, I don't know, sexual ways. If you will, that's, Sounds so disgusting. Um, I'm
1: not gonna yeah, say Trevor, you up. gross fuck. I just said whoever whoever just used the word feminine mystique, I think is like pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, it's Trevor McDonald. I think it's
3: really creepy. Really? <laughs> I'm just no, really? I'm just kidding. Mystique. I think it's- no, I
1: think it's funny. I think it, I like it actually. <laughs> you know, Mystique is like an X Men, right? You know, who Mystique is an X Men. Oh, she's actually okay. a shapeshifter. Well, if you think
0: about it, it comes back around. She's a yeah, she's yeah, a shapeshifter. dude. Um, but
1: no, but turning different people. We Fuck, did yeah. see
0: a very heartwarming moment, or so I thought. This is how it played to me at home on my couch between you and Kyle this week, where he kind of stuck up for you, took you out into the hallway, and kind of talked to you off the ledge. And I thought Perfect. that was really sweet because the last week saw you two you guys you know had a little bit of a thing and then seemed to not really cross paths again um are you guys good friends now because it seemed like he was the only one there actually, you we're when good he
3: for you we're actually friends like we are really good friends in and out of, like i sound like i talk to him every day but every once in a while you know comment or message back and forth but we're good friends ever since that little little slip up i had when i fell in Onto his penis. Uh, hey, it's happened. It's happened <laughs> to the just, best of us. That little accident happened. <laughs> um, yeah, we've like literally moved past that accident, that incident. Don't really talk about it. And we're just really good friends, and he talks to me a lot in the house. We're always kind of not always hanging out, but we hang out a lot in the house because he's just funny. We get on. We're very, very similar.
0: Um, here's a question from Amanda. She says, how do you feel about the double standard with how women are portrayed and treated if they hook up uh, like the guys do? Also, you are a badass. Smiley face, she says.
3: Oh, oh thanks, Amanda. I love girls named Amanda. Um, well, I'm going to tell you one thing. I don't think they're portraying it like that anymore. I mean, our production is a lot of females, and like, we have a lot of female producers out there, and I love that, and they're all badasses. And um, I don't think it gets maybe... People take it as such, you know what I mean? People watching it and fans and you, you can't do anything of the way people take it. But, uh, I don't see it like that so bad anymore. Um I, I don't know. I just really don't. I don't, I don't see it like that at all, honestly. I mean, I gotta give props to our production company. They really do. Brendan Murray keeps everything, at least tries to keep everything as fair as possible. I mean, each season it's looking like a movie trailer and they're definitely like, they're, d- they're not sexist. They're mostly all women. So I, I, I don't think they're portraying it anyway, dude.
0: Yeah, I think maybe Amanda Means, the double standard with, uh, well, I, I think she did use the word portrayed, so that's totally what you're saying. But then I think she mm. said portrayed slash treated, which I think she might oh. be leaning more to- towards like the internet trolls and <laughs> no, kind of the okay. stigma and stuff like that. Do you feel like there's a kind of a double standard there? And I kind of agree with you that it's changed over the years. It's not as bad as it was for sure.
3: Um, yeah, but also I think the internet's changed too, and honey, with all this, you know, women empowerment and all these freaking awesome movements that we've had be- over social media, it's one thing that social media has done, has really, you know, put, you know, people, uh, open people's eyes, I guess, is the word I'm looking for, but, um, yeah, I feel like people would get torn apart if they try to slut shame anyone nowadays, and I love that, like, you shouldn't be slut shaming, um, so... I don't know. Maybe I'm a little jaded with the internet recently. It's been very nice to me this past two seasons and I'm used to it being very mean to me. So I'm a little, j- the internet's great to me right now. So
0: <laughs> do you feel like that move? So it's so funny cause you, so Johnny takes the money from Sarah who I think is, you know, she's, she's pretty much, I would say pretty, pretty, unconditionally beloved. I would say she's a very sympathetic figure, very mistreated on seasons past. She's won a season or two. So when Johnny took the money from her and she's up there on that mountain crying, I think everybody kind of looked at Johnny a certain way. Whereas Hunter, I think going into it was a bit of a polarizing cast member. And then of course is the way he treated you during that season. Do you feel like that move actually garnered you fans more than it garnered you hate? Or am I wrong there? Cause I see people they have their profile picture is a picture of you. Now you're like a, you're like a meme. <laughs> (laughs)
3: yeah so yeah and today on twitter a lady sent me her little girl that was like you belittle me and you put me down i'm keeping the money and it was like a three-year-old little girl and i literally died um yeah i got way more love than i did hate a lot of people like oh my god you got so much hate and i'm like where i guess i just don't see the negativity my i got my hater shades on whatever that old saying was um Yeah, no, I got way more love. People love it. Women love it. Female empowerment. Anytime people see me, they're like, yeah, that was a badass And Anyone, anyone in the freaking world who says that they would split it with someone they hated is a liar. I mean, that's just, you're a damn liar. You've got your own family to take care of. And someone who literally, you like, literally I hated at that moment with everything in my fiber, in my soul. He was my enemy. He made my daily life a living hell. I was crying daily, which I know uh, not hard to believe, but <laughs> so like, I feel like a lot of people felt me on that one. Like, fuck that. Like, I'm not going to do nothing for my hater. I'm going to give him a damn, I wouldn't piss on him if he's on fire, let alone give him half a million dollars. Have you heard
0: any of the conspiracy theories? I'm sure you have, but have have you heard of any of the conspiracy theories that say that Sylvia and Joss, your good friend Sylvia, of course, so I'm sure you'd be happy to have seen her win, um, actually won. But they knew that they would have ridden off into the sunset and split the money and it would have been easy peasy, terrible TV. But they knew that you would take the money from Hunter and so they finagled things a little bit. Have you heard that conspiracy and Does it upset you at Um, all?
3: I've heard, I guess I've heard it. I mean, yeah, of course I've heard it. Um, But let's be honest. There are leaks in the challenge world, and it's not coming from just the cast members, okay? There, if there was... There are multiple people who know the times on set. So there would be multiple people involved in this fucking scam from producers all the way down to um, the lady reading the times and telling us the rules. So, uh, honey, if that was true, it would get out because whoever the people are that work at the challenge, they are gossip queens and they love the tea, honey. And they love to spill it because, I mean, when I won... When I won the million dollars, like everyone knew before we even had our cell phones back. So there's there's leaks from production side. We know for a fact. So I mean, if I love a good conspiracy, but. Did it bother you
0: when um, yeah. some of that? Because I think around that time, like Joss was even like out there, kind of stomping online, talking about this and that. Like, did it bother you that people were trying to take away from? So I know, not mm. even necessarily with the conspiracy, but people saying that the final was kind of bougie and that there, you yeah. know, it wasn't hard it was. enough. People were drinking wine, None. you know what I mean? People yeah. are eating catering in the middle of it, you know.
3: So uh, they can take back. They can take whatever they want from me. They can belittle me, belittle the final, do whatever they want. But the one thing they can take is this money out this bacon. account. So, while I'm sitting on the beach in a different country each month, uh, I'll be, I'll be, uh, praying for him, <laughs> like Connor said, because I don't give a damn. I really, you know, I do, I care when it comes to me competing. So, it honestly, the more people put me down and belittle me, it's the, it puts a fire in my ass. I like being the, Underdog. Ever since you know my first season, I was the underdog, and now not being the underdog, I'm like I'm not used to it. I'm not used to like people having such high regards of me when it comes to the challenge because I'm just so little and bubbly, and people don't really see me as a fierce competitor. But now when everyone put me down, like fuck yeah, I want to get a third win. I want to win again on my own. I want to win with a team. Like I want to be able to say I have all the wins and show like it wasn't just a one time fluke. Honey, we already know it wasn't a one time fluke. I've won twice. But, um, you know, I just want to keep proving myself up. Like I say, like, I love Johnny. I want to be the female Johnny Bananas. Like, I want to come back until I'm 112 years old. And (laughs) I don't, like, that's just, like, an idiocracy to me. Like, well... People that have my personality and the one to compete and the one to, you know, the need for attention because that's what these stars all are. Why would you not want to travel the world with 30 gorgeous people with crazy personalities and jump off a of bill? Like who wouldn't want to do that? So
1: <laughs> I don't know. The, sto- the storyline back in the day would be, aren't you going to get a real job? When are you going to get a normal job? It's like, really? Yeah, have but- you seen what the fuck I get to do?
3: exactly and now we're getting paid so nicely just to step what i say like step off the plane i mean if we film twice a year i'm making you know what people make in a year sometimes so i mean get a real job why that sounds fucking horrible (laughs) (laughs) yeah
1: i've done it i've done it i've pushed i've been pushed to normalcy at some point in my life And I I i was like Fuck this shit. I want my old job back. The one that everyone told me I should leave. (laughs)
3: Yeah, exactly. See, I'm not going to let society pressure me. I'm going to (laughs) be old as Falking, hooking up with dudes on national television—I
0: don't give a damn. <laughs> it seems like uh for the past few seasons that—and tell me if you agree with this—that and this kind of goes into what you were saying about not wanting to be having the huge target on your back and whatnot. That you know, you go and you win a season, and then you come back, and maybe there is kind of a target on your back. But then maybe you go home a little bit early, then you come back, and then now you're making the final, and then you win it. You know, go home, and then you go home a little early, and then you win the next season. So seeing as that you went home a little early this season. Season, you know maybe you're oh, going you back nabbit. in the, maybe you're going back on the radar and then next season we see another final appearance from you
3: Oh, that's the plan, and it's not going to be an appearance next time, baby. It's going to be a win, but, you know, I'm all about that law of attraction and put it into the air, um, so, yeah, I've been noticing those statistics, too, and who knows? Maybe this is my evil genius fucking plan, because if I'm not there for a whole season, people will get over what I did the season before, you know what I mean? And you get time off. When you're filming twice a year, honey, like, that's why I don't blame Cara for taking that little break, honey, because... Going back to back to back to every damn final is exhausting and it wears on you mentally, seriously. So li- getting out of that house early every, like every other season is a true blessing. And I'm like, maybe it's just my subconscious helping my mental state. So I don't, you know, freak out one season. I can just stay
0: you know, on every season. Ryan has a question about last season. I'd imagine this is like the worst case scenario, getting all the way to the end, but not winning. Um, Ryan says, Ashley's mm-hmm. arguably the best puzzle player ever. What happened on the uh-huh. world? The world's two final. She should have been on that. Yeah. boat. So what happened? there? You know
3: what? That's one thing I want. I get down on myself. It was all mental. And that's the final is, Literally a hundred percent your mental state, you have to just keep pushing yourself and going i mean especially these ones that um this producer does justin booth he 's a psychopath and he was in the Marines, and he just like pushes our bodies like we weren 't even allowed electrolytes on season thirty four final like he only would give us water. it was fucking insane, and we didn 't even have that much water we had like two backpacks for the whole team. So we were, Oh, it was just so hard. Um, but I'm going to tell you, I was mentally shut down because I had Zach, which I mean, Zach, there's a lot of rumors about him in finals and they're fucking true. All he did was kind of bitch and complain and moan and fight with the, um, like the, um, <laughs> the people that say the rules and stuff and yell at the production. And I'm like, Oh my fucking god. And then we have Polly, who literally just like, literally dies. Like, he, because we, he didn't have any electrolyte. Tim and Zach honestly were both dying because with such little body fat, like, not be, I think that it literally like shut down their liver. Like, Zach had to get liver help after he left. Like, he was like really fucked up after that. So that had my mental state really, really low, just like the boys on my team were literally sucking dick and not the way the boys usually do around me because I hang out at gay bars. Uh, they sucked. So I was like, I was fucking done. And by the time I got there, I was exhausted. I hadn't slept at all. I slept the least amount in that snake pit. And right before... Um, we started that run because you have like a quick little break, like a 10 minute break to set shit up or something like this. And I fell asleep on the ground and right. Like when I stood up, we started like that run to the puzzle and I was, uh, fucking exhausted. I mean, I was still, I was still half freaking asleep and it was, I, I knew, I knew when I got there, I wasn't, I didn't want it. Like I just didn't want it anymore. So yeah, I kinda just gave up. I mean, I never felt like myself just give I mean I didn't just give up, but like I mentally gave I could feel I gave up on myself and I felt that
0: so do you think you wouldn't have made much of a difference on the on the end result anyway? Because like obviously like you look at it and you're like, hey, if my team's gonna lose anyway, I might as well bow out here.
1: But then maybe
3: Exactly. That's exactly it. Yeah.
1: Okay. Sleep sleep dude, look, sleep deprivation is a motherfucker. You know, like I can't. I had a little bit of that on the dirty 32 when I, you know, I got, I had little sleep and the next day I was just kind of like in, in a weird funk, man. It's like, it's like, go yeah. and try to do something on three hours of sleep. Go try to like win a million dollars on three hours of sleep <laughs> and see how well your fucking brain works. And um, when you've
3: worked your body so hard, like, it, I mean, when you work your body as hard as you do on like day one of the final, that's when you need the most sleep and you're depriving your body of any and yeah it's definitely an amazing experience to go through and shows you like honestly it's like damn the human body is amazing i'm a badass like i would definitely survive a zombie apocalypse
1: (laughs) um i I got a follow-up question on uh war of the worlds 2 there um Mm -hmm. and and to be honest with you i don't know how much of a if i'm a guy in the house i don't know how much i have a problem with this move but um do you feel any responsibility to the whole, uh, turbo turn up and turn out moment? Um, I feel like it was a fucking raw tactical <coughs> veteran game move by millionaire Mitchell. I, how do you feel about, you know? Well, <coughs> it was gonna,
3: I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I might've like, I just added gas, but the fire was already lit, honey. Like him and, turbo and jordan had been going at it since the challenge and jordan i mean i'm just gonna be honest he was talking a lot of shit about turbo all season and i'm like dude like i don't know that's just like that's just someone i wouldn't talk shit about like turbo Derek, you know some of the like derail like the top competitors you just like no why and so i was just sick of hearing it and you know i wasn't getting on with jordan that season and i was like you know what you want to talk so big and bad, will not you say it to his face? So uh, that's what I want to tell, and, uh, yeah, I regret it. Now I love Tori and Jordan, so I definitely regret that. Um, but, uh, yeah, I definitely didn't want to see Turbo go. For sure, he was definitely working in our alliance. People didn't know that. He was definitely playing it close to the rear, but he was working with Polly for sure. So, I I don't know why people would think I would want him. People are like, oh, she wanted him to go. No, supposedly he was working with us. I definitely didn't want him to go. And he's hot as fuck. Why the hell would I want him to go? (laughs) (laughs) He's the only cute guy in this house.
2: (laughs) Hey, hiring managers. Reopening your small business and rebuilding your team can be tricky when 64% of furloughed workers don't plan to return to their previous employer. If your workers don't come back, Snagajob is here to help. Use Snagajob.com to handle your rehiring with access to 47 million hourly workers looking for service industry jobs like yours. You'll save 25% each month with promo code PODCAST. Start hiring at Snagajob.com today. Big Mac, Chicken McNuggets, no...
0: Who, um, uh, you know, so obviously Turbo impressed you, and he was on the two seasons previous to this. This season, I know you only got a few weeks with them, Um, but uh-huh. the seven rookies or anybody you hadn't played with before from this season, who stood out to you the most and who you want to see back?
3: Well, I'm going to tell you who has really been standing out to me, and every fucking time we compete um, shows me they're a better competitor, and that's Josh. Josh is someone to keep your eyes on, guys, because – he is—he's good. He really is good. I'm telling you, keep your eye on him. And if I say he gets a win within the next five seasons, I, I would—I would say so because he is a really freaking—and he trains to be better. He really loves the game. And um but for the rookies, uh honey, they were all good this season. They—they they didn't bring no scrubs this season. That's for sure. Those big brother people they brought are tough. I mean. Fessy, he is just built like a brick house, and he's, you know, um I think he played football. He's just super athletic. Like, you know he's going to be good at the challenge. Casey, I mean, look at her. She's amazing. She plays football, too. She plays pro-female football, uh, woman's football. And then we have Bailey and Swaggy, and they are terrified together. They're, like, the perfect couple, Um, like, terrifying in a good way, like, challenge terrifying. Like, they're not afraid to stand up for each other and, like, Have each other's back 100%. And that's always terrifying when you have an alliance that close. I know because I came from alliances that would do anything for each other. They weren't my husband, but... (laughs)
0: Did you have any thoughts of maybe trying to hop on that alliance? Because first of all, it's like you roll up and you're like, hey, wait a minute. I'm a two-time champ and I don't even have four allies here. And here are these four rookies off the boat from Big Brother. They're all Mm. from the same season. They're all airtight, good friends. Did you think, hey, maybe I just peek in there and boom, there's four people on my side right there?
3: Well, let me just tell you, buddy, about just how fucked I was walking into this season. Because being friends with everyone, I know – everything. So I know it's too much info. So Kayla and Casey are very good friends outside of the house. Kayla is a big brother fan. So when they come to Vegas, she's always like trying to hang out with them and, you know, become friends with them. So she, she does. And her and Casey were good friends. So I already knew Casey had all the big brother people and they have a connection with the Holy Trinity. The Holy Trinity has the connection with bananas who has Kyle. And I am over here just fiddling my thumbs because everyone's connected. And I see that. And, um, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely meet Bailey and swag. Me, Bailey and Swatley definitely became friends. Like I love them. And I do think if I was to be in the house longer, we would have worked together. You know what I mean? They definitely were kind of like trying to help me and tell me like what was going on and stuff. And I would do the same for them. I just really like them outside of the show as people. And like when we walked in, like it was kind of like an unspoken thing. We didn't have an alliance at any, by any means of the word, but, um, I think, you know, you know, when you first start filling things out at the beginning of the season, it takes a few weeks sometimes to make alliances and. I didn't get to last long enough to know, but.
0: I oh, think yeah. I know the answer. A couple of people wrote in. They want to know if you were going to do a rival season, if you'd rather be with Johnny or Hunter. And I think I know <laughs> what your answer would be. So I'm going to reframe the question and say, uh-huh. is there anyone that you would rather be with Hunter then? Uh,
3: no, I definitely would pick Johnny to be with. I would definitely want to be Johnny's partner. We would be terrifying because we've always worked against each other and those alliances are awesome because then you've got your you've got your hand in both sides of the house so that's always – I I think about all these things like this. A lot of people don't think about when it comes to social game and alliances and who's connected with who and how and who's not going to burn who. I mean, I have notebooks that I have from seasons and seasons where I keep notes and written and, like, lists of people written in different lists and lines going to different people. Like, nope, now because she won't ever turn her, her back on her and he won't ever do – that means they're going to have to vote this way. And I'm almost always right. Me and Cam on season 34, honey, they called us the damn mathematicians because we were over there just like literally we knew every every little vote which way it was going to go.
0: So is there anyone I could put behind door number two that you would say, you know what, give me Hunter oh over there?
3: Well, okay. Oh, oh, give me Hunter over. Oh, who would I put worse than Hunter? It's, like, yeah, as far ugh. as like,
0: if I was like Hunter or Bear, would you take Hunter or Bear? If I was like Hunter okay. or, you know, Chase okay. from, from, uh, from War of the Worlds.
3: Oh, fuck. I would definitely rather have Hunter and Chase. I want a damn partner that can pick, compete. My God.
0: Even knowing <laughs> that there's a chance that they, they come up with the, you know what I mean? Like even knowing that he'd, he'd always kind of have it in him. To take it from you. Not that they're going to do that every season, but does, does that now come into play now when not selecting a partner, but, but thinking about the psychology of a partnership now that you know that's mm-hmm. out there?
3: Nah, I don't think they're going to be doing it again, you guys. Like, and if they do, it's not going to be so soon. And that's why everyone, like, that doesn't work with me loves to say, she's just going to take the fucking money from you. I'm like, have you watched the challenge? Because it doesn't work like that all the time, you weirdos. Like, shut up. F- like, that's, like, really one of the only things. She's just going to take the money. I'm like, uh, okay, that's not how the show works, okay? Like, come on, people. Um, I would love to be partners with Hunter again because uh, I just think it would be fucking great TV.
1: that's surprising that's good I I, you know I just looked at that scenario in my head like maybe I don't know 10 seconds before you said that and I was like I can only imagine the anxiety that you know both of you are gonna have mainly Hunter because I can imagine Hunter being like she's gonna fuck me in the end she's just gonna fuck me in the end she's just gonna fuck me in the end anyway and I could imagine you being like well god I better get back on his good side because what if he fucks me in the end you know what? No, no. Actually, and then, and then I got back in your head and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to quit because in the end, he's going to fuck <laughs> me anyway. Right. <laughs> so it's like, wow, you did get in my head. Yeah. No, I was definitely trying to butter him up
3: because honestly, on season 33, if you guys watched our, um, our final, or, I mean, sorry, um, our elimination at the end, we hug and he said, I'll always have love for you. So we were like, cause all of season, um, 32, I mean, every day we hated each other. We were fighting. I'm not exaggerating every day, but like before that we were good friends. And on season 34, we weren't fighting or 33, we weren't fighting in every day. And like, he even like, you know, would joke to me a little bit, it was, it was really going there guys. I thought I was going to get the friendship back, but I wasn't trying to push it. You know what I mean? I was just putting my little toe in the water, you know, see what would happen see if it, there was any sharks. Um, So I would love to be able to play it out on TV more um, just because I think I love making good TV, honey.
0: Well, I think that, you know, Hunter's obviously taken a few seasons off and whatnot, and, um, you know, it it looks as if that hasn't necessarily done wonders for you guys' relationship, but it'll be interesting to see if he does end up coming back, if you guys pick up where you, you know, left off or whether you're able to kind of mend some fences.
3: Listen, the reason him and Leroy got into that fight in the beginning of season 33, bro, was because he wasn't going to want, he didn't want to go down against me, he was going to go down against Leroy, and Leroy was like, bro, she stole all that money from you, and you're going to let her fucking do that, you're going to let that bitch, or that um, girl play you like that, blah, 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 and, um, yeah, so, I mean, it was, I was close to maybe getting back to where we were, but probably not, I mean, a girl can dream, but Uh. hey, and Hunter, and Hunter came back, Do you know how easy it would be for me to get into an alliance with Johnny? I could just smooth my thing over with bananas, and me and bananas can run off into the sunset together, like, you know? Like, he's been dreaming up for the past few seasons. (laughs) Um...
1: I was just going to say, you know, it was just such a, the, the end of this, uh, this last episode and you leaving was so like strange, you know, um, and (laughs) I am strange. And, 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 and and I feel like I've, I've been in that position too, where there's been like a trivia challenge and, uh, and, and, um I'm, and the other, and the the competitors, they can scream out. And Mm -hmm. I remember and name that coconut. I'm running, TJ reads the question and I'm running at these coconuts to look at these names and I'm looking at my opponent's alliance and I'm staring straight in their fucking eyes and I'm like, you better not say a fucking word, you motherfuckers. I know. And, and the whole time you literally have, you know, it's either, it's either you hate Johnny Moore or Westmore, but now you're saying, and in the end, it's like, I'd rather Align with, with Johnny, but the way I look at this whole thing play out in the end, it's like, there's all these people on Johnny's side and your side. And then you have oh Wes God. by himself with <laughs> the, Where does this, you know, this, this, this alliance of, of Wes and Johnny, what does that say to this alliance right now? Is there a bigger alliance? Are they in an alliance? If he's by himself, if Wes is by himself on this other side, or is Johnny playing him? Is there a bigger alliance, or are these two really the powerhouses that are going to run this game going forward? Yeah,
3: I think that's it. I think they're right in the game. I don't think they really have too big of alliances. Johnny isn't someone to – he doesn't play by the numbers. That's what I like to do. I call it, like, playing by the numbers. I like to get big alliances. I like to be loyal to those people and get everyone as far as I can. Um, I've always played like that. Johnny likes to play – uh He's loyal, to, but he has friends. You know what I mean. He just keeps a couple of close friends and tries to, and tries to manipulate the floaters. Um, and that is also, you know, we just play the game differently. Um, but Wes and him are definitely just right the show. That. I don't think there's a big alliance. I mean, the alliance, they know the alliance, and that's the big brother people. So they're tricky enough to have those big brother people turn on each other. And then, I mean, I really don't know any spoilers. I don't know anything that happened this season. I don't talk to people about the game. I'm not like Wes that's fucking contacting people before the show and after the show, kissing ass. Um, I do talk to people, but just about real life shit. Um, so I'm excited to watch this season with you guys. I'm going to be a fan. I usually don't watch it after I'm out because I'm petty. But, you know, since we're in quarantine and we've been getting the best ratings this season, my God, I'm definitely going to tune in to keep the ratings going up.
1: What's your What's your prediction? What's your prediction? Anybody uh, with anybody? Are, are Rogan and D gonna get back together? Are uh, are, are Wes and, and and Johnny gonna you know keep, uh, keep kissing and make it to the I, end? Honestly, or, I had no idea about either one of those questions, and you really think I would? But okay, any, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be them at all. Actually, I'd okay, rather not. I think I'd rather Wes not talk Johnny, about
3: them. Someone's gonna backstab each other. Someone's gonna have to because. I mean, it's Wes and Johnny, like, the reason they love calling people snakes is because, you know, they know what a snake looks like. but They are one. So they have to. I'm hoping they do. And I hope that Johnny just gets him good because I'm going to have a good laugh about it. Um, I think, uh, I think these, uh, alliance, like gameplay is going to start coming up a little bit shady. I'm not sure. I can just tell by some of the things she said a little bit. I'm not sure. And I think the big weather people are going to, have a little tip. I think they will. I mean, they usually, big alliances that come in like that usually do. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. I mean, I don't know exactly what's going to happen. I just know that a lot of people are fucks giving the best players, these red skulls. And I would start trying to send Jenny down over and over again. I would send the people with the red skulls down over and over again. I tell you one thing, I wouldn't be trying to get my red skull. I'd be waiting till the end and just hoping I could steal one from somebody somehow.
0: <laughs> mm. Well, there you go, Ashley. Thank you so much for joining us. Yep. It means so much to me that you uh, accepted my apology our collective apology and decided to uh join us on the podcast i know the maniacs are very thankful of that um hey i don't even how about this we're not even going to do an outro after you're off the line we're (laughs) going to keep you we'll keep you on for the outro so you guys know where to find her on twitter at MTV, Ashley Brooke. Let her hear it, folks. Thank her on, on behalf of us for coming on the podcast and talking with us. And hopefully we can keep the train running and and, and uh, have you on again down the line, whether it's to talk about the end of this season, just what you thought about it from a viewer's perspective, or hopefully seasons to come when you guys end up getting to go on a plane and fly off to wherever you guys are going to film season 36 and uh, start kicking ass again. But thank you so much, Ashley. We, re- we really appreciate it. Oh,
3: my God. Thank you guys for having me. And, uh, yeah, you guys are awesome. I'm glad that um, my dramatic ass got over our little tiff, And I love you guys. And you guys stay safe. And everyone hold your loved ones tight. <laughs> and,
0: and I meant it. You're staying on for the outro. Thank you to our patrons okay. for asking our questions over at patreon.com slash challenge mania. That's what we call them, the pod squad, Ashley. They're our most dedicated challenge maniacs. We gave them the exclusive gateway to asking your questions. So uh, thank you to them. Thank you to Trust Brothers CBD. You can use the code <laughs> MANIA and get 20% off o- over at Trust Brothers CBD, which I know has been helping a lot of people get through the quarantine. And also, if you go to thempact.com slash mania, you get 15% off Emily Schram's home workout gear. A lot of people can't go to the gym. Not everybody has a home gym like the one you guys had in the bunker. You can use the code MANIA to get some uh, some of that over there. And also, challengemania.shop. I don't know if you've seen it, Ashley. We have some new Anissa swagger over there, Anissa's been gracing us with some of the greatest facial expressions in the history of television this season so we turned that into a shirt that I'm sure you would like because, Ashley, are you familiar with the Barack Obama Hope poster? I
3: know, I saw that one um, of Anissa, I'm gonna um, need one of my sticker uh, a sticker you guys.
0: Oh, you want your own or you want, you want an Anissa one or you want an Ashley sticker?
3: I do love Anissa very much, but I'm gonna need an Ashley one. I'm really jealous about it. That's the real yeah. thing on this podcast. So now we're on the road to
0: recovery. We've patched stuff up. We've gotten the podcast. And, and now we now we can really start talking. Ashley Gear and ChallengeMania.shop. We can talk about having you on a stage at Challenge Mania Live. That's the other thing. We've had so many oh, great Lord. live shows over the past the last two years that we would have yeah. loved to have you. We came to Vegas, Ashley, and, and we couldn't and, have you.
1: And um, Ashley, you have now taught all of our our whole audience that begging actually does work. <laughs> yeah, all those better guys in the DMs, just keep
3: it up. <laughs> yeah, no, that,
0: that that is fun. And like I said, thank you, thank you, because everyone thinks I it was just like gracefully like one attempt the other day if they only saw the pit of like endless (laughs) like I almost like I just want to like to be funny open it up these these are the last okay ready okay um, okay, okay, don't do it July July 28 this is me telling you when after you had stopped talking to us you actually were voted female cast member of the year the Challenge Mania Awards you were literally given an award by us and you just no sold it like nothing delete Um, I was like you won our female cast member of the year award congrats And then I said, and then because I still had your address, we mailed you the award. Nothing. Garbage. Nothing. Garbage can. Then here's one. Here's one from <laughs> September 8th, 2019. Ashley, we miss you. The yeah. maniacs miss you. Uh,
1: yeah. And we miss you uh, like Obama. Uh, knife Ashley, emoji. Uh,
0: we miss you. Uh, the maniacs miss you. Uh, would love to have you and your owl on the podcast uh, whenever you want. And then here's uh, cool. another one on April 21st. Hey, Ash, hope all's well. Okay. Any chance you want to come back on the podcast, we miss you. Prayer hand emoji. Right. But then finally, <laughs> my feeble I attempt. Flattered.
3: To... I feel flattered. I yeah. flattered. Mm-hmm.
0: So just so you guys know, I've been working for you guys because the maniacs request you all the time. And when they say thank it, God. they don't actually say it. But what they really mean is, hey, douchebag, any chance you can have Ashley back on the podcast? <laughs> oh, wait. No, you can't because you fucked it up last time. So um, thank so you. I'm for... so happy to be back, though. Yeah. I'm okay. excited. I'm excited to be back. We will get Craig I mean, yeah. Marrier churning on those Ashley sticker slash t-shirt he's designs. He's How's going to sound? work
1: for you right now. We hang up. Okay. He's going to put this podcast up, but he's going to work for you. <laughs>
0: second.
3: Oh, my God. I feel – I've, I've uh, really made it in life. Yeah. I've really made it. This is the big time. Well, no, no, we're I, thrilled I, I that appreciate you had time you.
0: for us after – what was it? Us Weekly, Entertainment Weekly, People <laughs> Magazine, New York Times, yeah. Barack Obama.com. Medium. Just,
1: I mean – Hollywood come on. Challenge <laughs> Mania dead last. If you're lucky, if you get on your knees and beg long enough, Scott Yeager. If you're lucky. Uh, well, well. The, the next little Mania thing that you guys have, Derek
3: owes me a shot. How about that? And then we're all good.
0: Boom. How about that? <laughs> and I love it. Now we're gonna stop calling him Challenge Mania Live. We're just gonna call him the Little Mania Things. That's what we're going to call him from now on. Challenge your life. That Sorry. sounds like a lot of fun, The little bit. Who wants to come to the, the Little Mania thing? Yeah.
3: That sounds like all the of Challengers babies. That's what they're called, the Little Mania thing. Yep, there
0: you go. <laughs> um, thank you for joining us. Thank you for sticking Thanks. around for the outro, and enjoy Ecuador, and hopefully we'll see you stateside soon. Be safe. All right, athlete. guys. Thank, thank you now. again. Feel no, bad. my
3: pleasure. Bye. Bye guys. Thank Bye. you.
0: All right, guys, this ends your time here on Challenge Mania. Take care of yourselves, and hopefully we'll see you in the future.
2: Tune out with Nebbia by Moen, the spa shower that offers double the coverage using about half the water, making it look, sound, and feel totally different. Learn more at Moen.com slash